Hey, and thanks for listening. This is Cute Girl Podcast. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to part two of my four-part summer series. Today, I have a list of 10 habits to drop during the summer. This is a list that I personally curated toward me and my problems and my struggles, but I've gotten a lot of feedback from friends and family members who have tried some of these habits and have nothing but positive things to say about them. Um, A lot of these are juicy, and I really want to know what you guys think. So as my Spotify listeners, I'm going to put up a poll, and you guys let me know what your thoughts are if you did struggle with any of these. Um, I believe it was my body image episode where I talked about if you've ever struggled with confidence, and I've got some great responses. Um, So I think I might do a poll for this episode as well. But that is going to be this episode, and I really, really hope that you guys enjoy this list, and maybe you can add to it on your own. Um, And I might make another list, who knows, but this is my list as of June 13th, whatever, but I have this list and it's super juicy and I really love it and I hope you guys do too. Number one at my list, I feel is like one of the most juiciest ones. And that one is to stop looking at who looks at your story, whether that be your Instagram, your Snapchat. Um, Me personally, I don't really post that much on Snapchat because like, I don't know. I feel like my middle, like Bianca in middle school enjoyed, she loved Snapchat. She had like eight different private stories and she loved them all. And she posted them every single day. She stunted on the locals, but I just, I'm more of an Instagram girly. Like, I don't know. I find myself posting on Instagram a lot more than Snapchat. I feel like I might post on Snapchat once a month. Um, I pretty much use Snapchat for like just communication, but even then, when I was still using Snapchat for like the little amount that I did, I still found myself looking at who looked at my story. So like, okay, I saw, uh, these are just pretend names, by the way. I saw like Emma and I saw Brian who looked at my story. It's like, okay, like I'm good. And that caused me to develop such a toxic way of thinking. I used to think if these certain people looked at my story, then I was good. Then I was validated. Um, And then I was valid as a person. And let me tell you, I became so paranoid when I knew certain people were looking at my story. Um, If I knew like my crush at the time, like way back, um, if he was looking at my story, I would not post some things or I would post certain things. You know what I mean? And it became so just like, like unauthentic, if that's even a word, which it is. But like, I just grew to like, not post what I needed to say. Um, Looking at my story discouraged me from posting what needed to be said. Uh, I'm a Christian and so I post a lot about the gospel. I post a lot about my personal testimony. Literally in every heart, in every episode, I talk about heartbreak because like I have such a fond and familiar experience with that. But when I knew certain people were looking at my story, it discouraged me and I didn't want to talk about things that needed to be talked about because I knew certain people would view it. I knew certain people with certain um, kind of just opinions would view it and that really discouraged me. You do not need to be looking at who's looking at your story. I'm telling you right now, it's your story. It's your social media. Who even cares? I wish there was a way that like you could turn it off on Instagram. Jeff Bezos. Wait, is he even in charge? Wait, is he? That's so dude. That's so dumb. I think he's Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) okay whoever's in charge of instagram find a way to turn that off because i hate it i hate looking at who looks at my story (laughs) who runs facebook dude who runs facebook whoever runs facebook who also runs instagram maybe shut that off because like i don't i don't want to look at who looks at my story like even seeing the three little circles like you know at the bottom left and i just hate it like i hate it so please 
if there if that feature ever comes out one day I will rave about that because I'm just so passionate on like not needing to know who looks at my story like it's your story like who even cares like just stop looking at that because I promise you it'll encourage you it'll discourage you from not posting what needs to be said and you'll just become paranoid because you're like okay as long as this person looks at my story then it's valid and that is such a wrong way of thinking coming in hot with number two gossiping now this was something that i was very very guilty of i struggled with this so much especially throughout this school year because like most of my friends are like 15 going on 16 and like when someone does something i feel like in a small town high school it's like the biggest deal and at my public high school it's like there's like almost 3,000 kids but for some reason everybody knows everybody I don't know how I don't know why don't ask because I don't know but like gossiping is so like just like everywhere at my school someone does something it's out the next day and I honestly hate that and my tip for you is like who even cares like mind your business like if you know that someone did something or if someone is gossiping to you about someone change the topic because at the end of the day, you have no idea what it's like to be put in that person's shoes. And chances are, you might not be the only person that knows about it. Number three, I feel like is so... Like, this happens a lot in summer. And that is staying up late, going to bed late, whatever you want to call it, we're staying up late. And I kind of hate it. Um, I have grown to just hate staying up late. I think it was like summer of 2020 was like when my sleep schedule was like so awful like I don't know how I let it get to that point I would go to sleep at like 7 a.m every day and wake up at like 5 p.m and it was like that and it was so <laughs> it was so hard when it was time to go back to school it was so hard to like reverse that and I worked so hard to just reverse that like I I tried like melatonin melatonin messed it up too like I mean let me know if someone has a good experience with melatonin because like I don't like I've tried melatonin and it just ruined my sleep schedule a little bit more it works short term and by short term I mean like a couple days but like as an ongoing thing I was on melatonin for like three months and I hated it I know you can take it like in pill form and gummy form I did both not at the same time but when I did it just it affected my sleep schedule so much and I like even upped my dosage and still it, it did not work um but anyway back to back to the topic <laughs> I had a really bad habit of going to bed late and I just was so groggy I was easily irritable it was not a good thing um and let me tell you how important sleep is like I haven't even I'm no psychologist and whatever but like sleep is so important sleep is so so important I mean like look at the effects of not getting sleep like that can literally destroy you in such a short amount of time um get your sleep I promise you won't regret it and I know especially in summer that's hard if you have like a couple late nights I get it like this year I pulled so many all-nighters for like my AP uh world history class that like wasn't even worth it I hated that class by the way do not recommend it um but I pulled so many all-nighters and at the end of the day it wasn't even worth it like it didn't even matter so like just just get your sleep like I care about school but like I will go to sleep if I'm tired I think that's a tweet but like I just I care about it but I also care about my sleep. So take care of your well-being. Go to bed at a reasonable time, reasonable time, even if it's like 11 p.m. Because I'm currently going to bed at 11 p.m. Um, and then I just stick to like a nap throughout the day. But like as long as you're getting your sleep, that's good. But just, just stop going to bed late. Like I promise, I promise you'll, you'll, you'll have an improved mood once you kind of, you know, regulate your sleep schedule. Point number four, I really struggled with, um, especially like I think when I was 14, 
when I was 14, that was like the hardest age for me. Cause like I was, I had gone through like my first really bad breakup and my really, like a really bad heartbreak. Like it was so bad. And, um, because I had gone through such like traumatic personal life events that caused me to just be really isolated. Like I did not want to be around people. I would just be like cooped up in my room every single day, 25, eight. Like I was that girl. Um, but when people say get around people, they truly mean it because it can better you. Like I know when I, me and my mom, like we chat all the time. And when I chat with my mom, I just, I feel better. Um, if it's something that I've been like keeping inside me or anything, just get around people, especially in the summer. Like, cause I like right now I'm going through a healing phase. And if I didn't have my new therapist, if I didn't have my mentor, my support system, if I did not have those people, um, especially like my girlfriend's, I like I would just be so isolated and it's just not a healthy pattern of course it's okay to be alone sometimes and I I love it like I love being alone I am very much of a homebody and like I'm just very careful on like who I let in and that kind of stuff but like when you have your walls so high up that has an effect on you emotionally and like I it took me such a long time to realize that like getting around people is so so vital because you are vital um and so I really worked on that and you can do it little by little. Um, Say you have one person that you talk to regularly, stick to that person and maybe one month out, two months out, add another person, um, a person that you're familiar. And then once you kind of continue your circle on who's familiar already in your life, and that could be a family member, that can be a friend, that can be a trusted adult, a teacher, a mentor, a therapist, whoever that might be, once you start letting those familiar people in, start making new friends and start making yourself available. Um, Maybe go to more school events, uh, work events, anything where you know you're going to get connections, you know you're going to kind of get your social skills and put them into action um, when you start making new friends. And that can kind of ease the isolation a little bit without it being so extreme. Like, because I think what I did to overwhelm myself was like, I would take myself out of my room and then into a crowd full of people. And that is not the way to go. But when you gradually open yourself up, you can find that it's more, it's, it becomes more easy to be less isolated and more of a people person and more kind of out there. Tip number five, I've been working on, and that is not having a consistent workout routine. Currently, right now, I am doing Epic, and that is a workout program by Caroline Gervon on YouTube. It's a whole 50-day playlist, so it's 10 weeks of pain, and I love it. I've done Epic 1 and 2, and now I am just starting Epic 3. And it took me the entire year to go through it because, like, there were some days where I was just so lazy. Like, it was so bad. Um, And it really did take the discipline um, out of me. Like, I had to just realize, man, like, I do need a solid workout routine. And that was something that I started doing, like, earlier this year um, in the school year. And so one of the things that I did was, like, just getting a gym membership. I got a gym membership with my aunt at PF Planet Fitness. And I absolutely love it. It is so good. Um, And then I also do at-home workouts. So like today I went on a walk because, I mean, it's summer, great time for a tan, great opportunity. And also just sticking to Epic, my Epic program. Um, But also if you guys have not tried Pop Sugar Fitness, please give it a go. I love the, um, I love Katie Austin and her Pop Sugar Fitness workouts. They're just so simple. Like I love channels, workout channels that contribute to like beginners and people who are like just starting to like learn how to move their body. Um, a few workout channels that I love, Pop Sugar Fitness, Pamela Reif, 
uh mad fit uh what else what else what else caroline gervon i mean those are four of like my top workout channels i'm pretty sure that i have more and i will definitely link those down in my show notes but i just loved sticking to what was good for me i mean if you're more of an advanced person if you've been working out for years yeah definitely maybe you want to seek a trainer maybe you want to seek a personal trainer um or just an accountability buddy i know for me my aunt is my accountability buddy like her and i literally she lives down the block for me so like i'll walk to her house and just like do a workout there um last week I did weights and I just absolutely loved it and we keep each other accountable like sometimes like if she doesn't see me doing my form right she's like yo tighten that form up and I told her the same thing because working out without a form is pretty much pointless but working out without a routine is not even half right you know so once you kind of establish that routine you kind of you make it a part of your everyday life therefore it becomes more easier um a lot of people ask me how i have the motivation to wake up at 4 a.m to work out i have my 4 a.m workouts uh in during the school year because i have to leave for school at 6 30 so i like to i just need to work out in order to get my day started like i can't go to work without working out and i can't go to school without working out it just like it just i can't it doesn't correlate and so a lot of people asked me how I had the motivation to do that. How do you wake up at 4 a.m. to work out? It's literally not about the motivation. If you don't have the motivation to work out, find it and work out. Because I promise you, working out is not about the motivation. And you've heard it a million times. But like, you will not always have the motivation to do things. Just because we don't want to do things does not mean we don't do it. You know, so I really had to curate that. And a part, a big part of that was like establishing a workout routine. Yeah. Do I want to do weights at 4 a.m.? Probably not, but I'm going to do it. And do I want to eat protein, a protein rich breakfast? Probably not, but I'm going to do it. You know, so it's kind of just deciding and it's, it's discipline. It's so much discipline. And that comes with having a consistent workout routine. Number five, I... I kind of have to call myself out on this. I cannot help it. Stop watching what they're up to. And here's what I wrote for this point. Who cares what they're doing? Who cares who they're with? Who cares what their friends are doing? And who cares who they're following? You deserve to choose your own inner peace instead of having constant anxiety. You deserve to heal and not have to live in constant anxiety. Um, I went through a pretty hefty situation where I was constantly just like checking up on this dude and like constantly just like being like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? Who is he with? Like, what did he post on his story? Like, and just going crazy about it. And I just had such, it was just such an awful time. And I really had to work through my own feelings and just not training myself to just not check up on him. And let me tell you, if you were a girl that you are constantly worried about what he's up to, who he's with, what girls he's following, who even cares? Ask yourself why you care. Because if you as a girl even have to wonder why he's doing what he's doing, who is he with, if you can't have that complete trust in him, it's not going to work out. And it's not even worth the feelings. Let me tell you to not emotionally stop emotionally committing to a guy who hasn't even who hasn't even verbally expressed his interest in you. And I'm going to say that again. Stop emotionally committing to a guy who hasn't even verbally expressed his interest in pursuing you because I struggled and I say that for every single point but especially this one like emphasis on the word struggle because I had this pattern of like committing to guys emotionally that like hadn't even like who didn't even do the bare minimum and it's like the bare minimum is one thing but like not even doing the bare minimum is a whole other thing and I always wanted to put these guys on like the highest pedestal of pedestals when they hadn't even done anything and it's like 
stop doing that. Stop checking what they're up to. Stop checking who they're with. Stop checking who they're following or if their snap score went up because I promise you that will burn you out. Choose your own inner inner peace instead of your anxiety. Um, this one girl that I follow on TikTok, her at is at list and I'll link that um, in my show notes, but she literally encouraged me to just like heal through my process. Like her TikToks literally initiated my healing process because in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, like one day he'll want to commit to me. Even like with my exes, I was like, one day, one day they're gonna, one day they're gonna want to commit to me. And like one day they're gonna see how great I am. And one day, and just giving myself this false hope. And guess what? Not everyone is meant to see how great you are. So please delete your fake Instagram stop checking his snap score and like just stop putting yourself through that anxiety just choose your inner peace instead of having that constant anxiety because I promise you there's so much more to life than that that I feel like that point could be hit like a whole episode and I might include that as a part four in my summer series because I haven't written part four yet um but like I just really I had to call myself out on that and I'm not even saying that as a joke like I struggled so much with like just wanting to see what this one person was doing what they were up to and all these things and like I was causing myself so much anxiety like I would have fast heart rate and I would not have an appetite and I couldn't even keep my food down because I was so stressed out and let me tell you if a guy causes you that much anxiety if a girl causes you that much anxiety dude they're not the one. If they make you think like you're anxious and they make you just so like flustered, they're not the one. Because I promise you, you will have full confirmation and full clarity from the Lord. But if you're constantly having to just check up on them secretly, whether that's like through a fake Instagram account, a fake whatever, and just constantly like true, like having that anxiety, they're not the one for you. I'm going to get a little personal on this point real quick. My ex-boyfriend of like a year and a half ago, I remember him telling me, he was like, there is no guy that's going to want to like commit to you. Like there's no guy that's going to want to be with you. I believed it. I stayed and guess what? He ended up leaving me for another girl. So please let them go. Let the bare minimum guys go. I promise you it is not worth the stress. It's not worth the anxiety and it's not worth the uncertainty. Why are you tripping over them? Really, why are you tripping over them? And I want to say that because I struggled with not wanting to let someone go, with wanting to just, just hold on to them for like ever. And I promise you that's not, that's not the way to go. Like I promise you it's not. Once you let them go and you just let the healing process happen, it becomes easier because I promise you, you will get over it. As a person that had fast heart rate because my relationship was giving me so much anxiety, you will get over it. <laughs> it's like we just overthink so much and we think like, how would we ever come back to this? How would we ever overcome this? And sometimes it's not that serious. Sometimes it takes letting go of them in order to become the person that you truly need to be. Habit number seven is staying inside. Now today I was really tempted to just sleep all day and like not get up and not work out and not have a healthy breakfast and just like not feed my soul um, with my Bible and just living in my relationship with Christ. I was just so tempted to just like stay in bed and stay stagnant. Um, And when you feel like that, get outside, put your workout clothes on and get out. Like, get out in the sun. Today I was so unmotivated. I spent a lot of my time on social media and I didn't put, like, reading my Bible as a priority. I didn't put working out as a priority. Once you get outside, you kind of start to feel better and, like, your mood improves. 
Um, and that's also science, you know, just like getting outside, but getting that fresh air too. I found myself just like constantly breathing in stale air and it was just so unhealthy for me. Get outside. I promise you it'll make you feel a whole lot better. Habit number eight is something that I used to be really big on and something that I have really improved on and that is binge eating. And I know that this could also be a disorder, an eating disorder as well. I actually have a close friend that struggled um, with this kind of eating disorder. So she really, really opened up and here are some tips that I picked up from her experience. My first tip to avoid binge eating is to meal prep before so you don't just grab anything. I know for me, when I am about to step out of the door for school, for work, and I just haven't had the time to eat breakfast and just like feed my body, it's so tempting to like grab a bag of Doritos and to like grab uh, just something so like unhealthful uh, to grab soda and to grab just carbs and all these things. Carbs are not bad, by the way, but just grabbing things that don't nourish me. And when I started meal prepping, even if that's not even the whole week, given it, even if you just want to meal prep for the next day, when I started doing that, I noticed a drastic change in my diet and my diet and eating patterns as well. I wasn't going for the Doritos. I was going for an orange or I was going for a smoothie bowl that I had already made the night before. So I was going for more healthy things and like that caused me to develop more of a healthful diet um and also planning out my meals so I like to write down what I want to eat for the day what I want to eat for the month what I want to eat for the week whatever that looks like I just plan out my meals like I said I'm a walking expel sheet expel expel excel spreadsheet and I just like to know what I want in my body tip number nine that I have is people pleasing now I had an experience uh, with a girl at school, it was so hard to like combat that. And I found myself a lot of the time people pleasing. Um, to me, she was a very difficult person to deal with. And so I folded a lot on my own boundaries on my own just like self rules in order to avoid conflict in order to just like keep this person happy. And that caused a lot of stress in my own life. And just the effects of stress that it has on your life is already so grand and so that caused a lot of just like anxiety as well and I already struggle with anxiety that was not it and so I really had to train myself to just not people please don't fold on your own boundaries just to avoid conflict just to avoid um just to avoid like those kind of like disputes because oh I don't want to I don't want to be problematic stop people pleasing and you know the ways that you people please again observe your patterns with this and just like begin to understand like, yeah, I do fold on this. So let me work on not doing that because sometimes saying no is the best thing for you. I really, really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and let me know if you guys would like a part two. I feel like I would definitely make a part two to this list or add on into the future. But with that being said, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next.